Welcome to Think Differently with Jenny. And today is Mindset Monday. And again, I'm your host, Jenny Laughlin Stevenson. I'm excited to share some space with you. We're going to dig into mindset. We're just going to go right for it. When we think of mindset, what do you think of? Do you think before I want to achieve something, do you go through this ritual with yourself of saying, you know, I have to visualize it, I have to see it? Or do you just want things to be because you said you want them to be? I'm going to peel back the layers a little bit and I'm going to actually start uh, a story with you. Now, I don't share stories for the purpose of talking about myself. I share stories with you because they're real and we can relate to them. And actually, if you think about it, how did we first teach children? We taught them through stories and rhymes. And so that concept is really important to me because we are lifelong learners and stories and content can really put some things into perspective. Now, as a young girl, I'll be honest with you and tell you that I did not think of this concept of mindset, but I was very determined. They even called me the I do myself girl. Apparently, that's what I said over and over when anyone in my family tried to help me was I do myself. So think of that strong willed little girl. But as I went to school, it was challenging. And it was challenging because I couldn't read like the rest. I couldn't write like the rest. So I started to become self-conscious in the classroom, but out on the playground and in the hallways, I thrived. I was able to make friends quickly. I was able to have fun and I was happy. But when we got into that classroom and oh my goodness, if they called on me to read something out loud, I was terrified. I instantly needed to go to the bathroom or I would not pay attention to the lesson and I would figure out how many sections before it would get to me in the class. So if they started paragraph by paragraph, I would try to figure it out and I would practice my paragraph. I missed the entire lesson because I was so terrified on anyone knowing the struggles that I had in reading because I wanted to be like everybody else. I mean, doesn't everyone at that age, they want to be like everyone else. They want to fit in. They want to have the right clothes. They want to say the right things. Now, if it's like me, thank goodness I outgrew that long ago because I love being the unique individual that I am and I love seeing people succeed and go for their dreams. So back to the young Jenny sitting in the classroom. I didn't realize at that time, it wasn't until later, that I found out that I had a learning disability called dyslexia. So those that don't know dyslexia, it takes many different forms. And for me, it was reading and writing. So understanding the concepts of what I was reading and putting all the sounds together appropriately was a struggle for me with the English language. So I went to special education. I was horrified. I tried to be last in class, make sure everyone was in the classroom before I turned left to go to where everyone knew was the special education room. And then I would bolt out when the bell rang in order to get back with everyone else so they didn't know that I was going to special education. Because in the playground, no one knew any different. In the hallways, they didn't know any different. 
So as time went on, this is what I learned from reflection. Reflection is a powerful thing. We only want to learn, look backwards to learn. We don't want to look backwards to really criticize and to belittle ourselves. You know, the in conversation with you have with yourself is the most important conversation to have. How often are you alone with yourself? Every waking hour, right? Every waking hour. So could you imagine if you said horrible things to yourself all the time, those horrible things would become real to you. That would be your reality. But could you imagine if you said amazing things to yourself all the time? So make sure you have that mindset of how you speak to yourself. We'll dig into that concept a little bit later. First, let me go back to that little girl with the blonde hair and the blue eyes and the pigtails sitting in the classroom that wasn't able to read or write appropriately or per the education standards, I'll say. So with that, what I had told myself long ago, you know, I don't remember the this conversation and maybe there was one with my parents or my siblings, but I just remember always trying to find a positive within everything. And that's how I survived. The positive with my dyslexia that I learned at a very young age was I see life differently and that's okay. It makes me unique. It makes me who I am. So I just started to kind of walk to the beat of my own drum. And I didn't know this until, which this has been a while ago, my 20-year class reunion where we all got together finally. And my classmates were like, Jenny, because I share about my dyslexia, I'm very open about it. And one of them said, Jenny, I didn't know. I thought you were going to the talented and gifted classes. I didn't know you were going to the special education classes. And that just like really set me back for a moment to be like, wow, like they didn't see or feel what I did. I always had a smile on my face. I was always bubbly and happy. And even when it came to my turn, I compensated by not paying attention to the lesson, but reading ahead so that way I could read it at least somewhat efficiently in the classroom. Anytime they asked us to come write on the board, do you remember that at all? Oh my goodness, R writing on the board. I was terrified. Cursive was hard for me. Print was still shaky and needed to write something. I always volunteered every class. If there was an opportunity to speak, I was speaking because I could do that. Dyslexia didn't impact my speaking, but whatever neurons or pathways that are going on in that brain and mind, when it comes from my mind and my words to put on paper, it's quite challenging. So for some of you that are listening and know this about me and others, I'm an author, like a dyslexic author. Are you kidding me? Like, how does that even work? My staff <laughs> from my, my day jobs, I'm self-employed and, and I work as well. Yeah. And uh, they call it Jenny Speak. 
I try really hard, but I might miss a word or, you know, the flow just might be right in my sentence, but they get through it and I own it and I talk about it and saying, you know, hey, this is my weakness and we all have gifts. And so those that are editors, you are my superheroes because you can do something that I can't. But here's the thing. If I would have spent all of these years working on perfecting my writing with my dyslexia, not that I haven't mind you. But if I would have worked that entire time on that, do you think I would be an author? Maybe, but more than likely, I'm going to say absolutely not. Because I would still be working and making sure those words hit the paper appropriately for you to read them. Instead, I realized where my gifts were, and I realized where others gifts were. And when we team up, what amazing things can happen. So often they say, and we hear, we need to work on our weaknesses. We need to work on our weakness. Okay, so I'm going to say, if you're an absolutely jerk, absolutely, you need to work on that. But outside of something like that, we need to focus on what we're good at and be even better because we're already there. If we focused on the things that we are good at in life, not that we don't need to work on things when we're talking about behavior and mindset, we absolutely do. But when we're talking about gifts such as storytelling for me or someone writing the story for them, enhance those gifts and team up with people who have special gifts in areas where you have those weaknesses and amazing things happen. So that dyslexic little girl who never thought, or I guess I thought graduating from high school would be my biggest educational achievement, that it became something that I did overcome. Now, there was a time in my life, my senior year, I was pregnant. Oh, yes. Oh, it's all right. It, was, it turned out beautiful. I was pregnant my senior year. I dropped out first semester. And in my mind, my mindset was, you know what? They're right. Education and school is too hard for me. Um, this is just going to be my life. I know what poverty feels like. I've lived in and out of poverty. So this is just what it is. I'm going to be a mom and I'm going to work. My first job, my first adulting job was a housekeeper at a local hospital. And I thought, you know, this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my life. But those that know me <laughs> know that I don't sit still very well. And I am a big dreamer and I can see things happen. So that mindset, again, let's dig back into mindset. If you think negatively, negatively will happen. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not psychic, but I'm going to tell you right now that if you tell yourself you can't do it, or it's not going to happen, or what's the point, that is absolutely what's going to happen in your life. But if you tell yourself, I can do it, I can change, this can happen, I can build that, I can fill in the blank, you will do it. Now, is it going to be easy? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not going to be easy. How could it? Nothing in life is is easy per se. Now you could have a decent, easy life without many challenges, but don't compare yourself to other people because things could still be hard for you. And let's celebrate it if it's not and keep moving forward to your own greatness and your own purpose. So 
I have been going through a lot of different analogies, and we're going to dig in through these in our Mindset Mondays, but I want to give you this little bit of this background and this, I guess, oomph about myself where you just dig in and you find positivity and you find a way because if you think anything else negatively, couldn't get that work out, negative wise, <laughs> That is exactly what is going to be in your life. If you surround yourself with negative, hateful people and they don't want to change, it's different if you're trying to change because it is hard to change a mindset. Uh, let's put it in perspective. Have any of you been addicted to a soda or anything whatsoever, regardless of what it is, and you tried to quit it? Me trying to quit drinking Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke was very, very hard for me. I'd been drinking it since they put it in my bottle. I guess it was a great way to get me to be quiet. And so I haven't drank soda for about, I don't know, I guess almost 10 years now, or caffeine for that matter. So, but it was hard. I was like, I could never be addicted to drugs because I would never get off them. I see why it is hard to stop doing those things that what that sugar does to your body. Well, I'll save that for uh, our wellness Wednesdays. But so think about how much strength it takes and how hard it is to change. If you are somebody has somebody in your life that wants to change something about them, they want to change their thinking or their behaviors, and you keep reacting your old way, what's going to happen? They're going to fall, they're going to fall, they're going to fall. Is that your fault? Mm. Okay, maybe not. But if you care about someone and they're trying to change, support them and understand what that is because it's not an easy thing to do. My biggest lesson as a young girl in school, going through elementary, junior high, and high school, was, you know, having that issue within the classroom where I wanted to be like everyone else. But one thing I was blessed with is I was a figure skater. And I loved being on the ice. And it came pretty natural to me. Was I the best? Absolutely not. Was I decent? Sure. But I loved it. Every waking minute, I wanted to be on the ice, moving to the music, glide by glide and edge by edge, jump and spin. It is just the essence of me and my expression of who I am. On the ice, others wanted to be like me. And I really could see that concept at a young age, like this is my gift. I'm going to enhance my gift as well as storytelling. So I took that concept from the ice skating rink because was it easy? Absolutely not. The 5 a.m. practices, the late practices, does it hurt when you fall on the ice? Yes. Yeah, it hurts when you fall on the ice. Now imagine doing it while you're going really fast and spinning in the air or what have you if you've seen figure skating before. So when I learned a new jump or a new spin or a new anything out there on the ice, the conversation I had with myself, the mindset I put myself in was I can do this. I visualized every edge, every blade, every movement of my body. I visualized the turn, the toe pick in the air, the spin and the landing and how great it felt when I landed. I visualized everything. I told myself 
I can do this. Now, time and time again, I probably went splat on the ice and I got up. And can you believe this? Every time I fell down, I got up and I did the same thing. You can do this. You're going to land this. You're going to go through it. I'm going to visualize it. I'm putting myself in the mindset. I'm in positive mode. Absolutely. And finally, I landed it. Maybe it was spotty at first and it got better and better. But every time I had a conversation with myself that I can do this, that it's possible and I'm going to land it this time. Okay, this time I'm going to land it. Okay, this time. Now let's take that mentality and take it out. That's a big thing in sports psychology. And I applied that to my life as a young age because figure skating taught me so much more than the gifts that I had or talents I had on the ice. It taught me really to have a positive conversation with myself and to take that concept with me outside of life. And that is where the mindset needs to start. I can't give you all of these tips and ideas to poof, make it better. You have to do the work. So let's start with this homework per se. I want you to start with digging in and thinking about how you talk to yourself. I know that sounds weird, right? Because we're with ourselves all the time. We have conversations with ourselves all the time. You know, oh, why did I go that way? Oh, what happened there? Oh, you're so dumb. Like you need to stop that. You need to say, oh, I went the wrong way, but look at that cool flower that I've seen. Or, or wow, look at that. I wouldn't have seen it if I wouldn't have gone this way. Really change the conversation with your yourself in order for you to start learning how important our mindset is. I have created some amazing things in my life because of my ability to have a mindset to visualize and to believe in myself. You need to be so grounded in who you are and what your vision is that no one around you can shake that. And that sounds simple, but it is absolutely not. Sometimes we go through our life and some people are there for a while. Some people come and go. Some people are there for a short time and some people are there for a lifetime. But you need to decide what kind of energy you want to have around you. So what is that energy? Do you want somebody that's negative and tells you you can't do it? Now, remember, if that individual is trying to change, it's not easy. But we need a support system and we need to be put it out there for the universe to hear and our loved ones say, hey, I understand this about me. I am trying to change, get everyone on the same page. But before you speak out, be grounded in yourself. So that way, if they say, oh, it won't happen. No, there is no way. So on and so on. You'll start to believe it. And it's so easy to stay in what we know, regardless if it's toxic or not. So really have this conversation with yourself. Positive self-talk. Say you can do it and work through it. And don't say, oh, see, I, so, I told myself I could do it and I failed. So why should I try? Absolutely not. Dust yourself off. Get back up again and keep trying and keep trying. And eventually it'll get easier and easier. It just depends on what that goal is. So again, to that homework per se is mindset. 
The conversation you have with yourself is so important. If you want to think every time, something to remind you of me splatting the ice and it makes you laugh. My, You know, it was painful, but it's okay. Laugh at that. Me trying over and over again. Maybe there was people around me be like, she's never going to land that jump. This is the hundredth time. She just doesn't get it. But on the hundred and fiftieth time, I got it. So it doesn't matter how many times you fall. What matters is what you're telling yourself each time that you fall. So let's first step of our mindset Mondays with each other is to really think about the conversation you're having with yourself. And when you start to have a negative conversation, because it'll happen, stop yourself and be like, okay, why am I saying this to myself? I can do this or pick it apart and see what you need to work on to go forward. It's not easy. It takes time, but do it and life will start to change around you. So put it out there in the universe. I'm so glad you're spending time with me and I'm so glad I get to share some space with you. I believe in you. I know it's possible. If anyone has questions, you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, whether we're connected personally or you can look up Think Differently with Jenny and you can find me there and message me there. And then I can bring those questions or help guide you through some of these things through that dialogue there as I grow this podcast and uh, find ways so we can be more interactive and cheer you on. So thank you for allowing me in your space uh, for this time. And you guys go have an absolutely wonderful, motivating Mindset Monday yourself. Signing out. See you later. And thank you again for spending time with me. I'll see you on Wednesday for Wellness Wednesday or back on Monday for us to finish this conversation and to keep growing and moving forward. So until then, have an amazing journey in life.